What'd you say, Asher? Hookers? No, no, hookers, no, bro. We're about to record the show. Stop talking about that. <laughs> oh, sorry. What? We're live? <laughs> yes, we're live. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Awakening Consciousness with Asher and Jesse. Uh, we were uh, just talking about what we're going to talk about for the show today. And uh, despite what Jesse uh, wanted to talk about, I, I insisted that we do a year-end review and uh predictions for 2022 so i'm still a little salty about it right <laughs> so anyways yes uh welcome to the show uh th this um hopefully we're gonna do this on a yearly basis uh to really take stock of the year that we from, the, from the from the from the ashes <laughs> right the year, right from then, from the bunker right Right. And then uh, make some predictions about uh, the future, uh, because the, the way the way I think about this is like everyone has a view of reality or a worldview or a filter on reality. And um, it's hard to tell whose is correct, because there's so much, uh, you know, there's so many differing views. There's literally a, a split between like is there something that out there that we really need to be scared about or there isn't something out there and 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 those people are crazy who think that uh we're all going to get sick and die and all that stuff and we should inject ourselves with all kinds of toxic poisons um so there's two worlds forming and i think the way that you can see who is correct because there are two diametrically posed uh viewpoints and so to see who's correct you track which worldview or which uh point of view or which filter on reality predicts the best and so if the worldview that uh that we share is predictive for the future then then it's possible that we've been right about uh, our view of the world and so i think that people should do this with everyone that they follow is to see if if what they're uh, listening to if if the person that they're listening to is making accurate predictions and if they're not then maybe maybe you need to look elsewhere for getting your information so i think it's valuable in that sense so we're going to be talking about some of the major stories and trends of 2021 and then go into what we're, we think is going to happen in 2022 so anything to add before we get started other than hookers and blow yeah <laughs> I'm just I'm smoking a little PCP this morning so if I'm you know if I'm a little off that, that, that that's why no um so yeah I mean it's interesting too because I didn't want to get in on all this but I think it's worth mentioning um the sort of we create our own reality paradox paradox versus objective truth and I'm a believer that both things are true right Oops. Right. So I, I really, you know, I'm not a fan of the, uh, what I'm going to term new age idea that like odd and um, we're total, total masters of our, of our reality in the sense that, you know, there is no objective truth. Everything is subjective. Everything is open to interpretation and on and on. There's a lot of truth in that, right? Um, like a ton of truth in that. We could do a whole show just on that topic. Uh, I can't get into it right now, but um, even with that being having tons of truth in it, um, there is also objective reality, um, uh, excuse me, objective truth, 
Um, so there's objective truth inside this sort of multiple reality matrix that we're in where people, people and groups of people can literally experience different realities, but still interact with one another and be in the same, you know, time space, so on and so forth. So, um, so people who are believe, you know, we've talked about this split a lot and, and I think that'll be a big theme today. That's what we've seen in 2021. We're going to continue to see that. We've talked a lot about the split. Asher's used many times the analogy of two movies on one screen. Um, and even within that, we can have both objective truth, which is what Asher's referring to in track record and, you know, so on and so forth. And we can have people living in multiple realities and creating their own. So, so people who are, you know, people who are, um, believing the narrative entirely, that whole group, that population, right. Who have been this choice point, right. We've all been forced and faced with this choice point, pushed through that. We've made our choice. We're kind of now on one side or the other, I would say for the most part. And the people who have chosen the narrative side, um, they may go down with the ship, so to speak, believing they were right the entire time. Right. Thank, thank God that we took that last uh, that last booster or we could have died. Right. Um, you know, you, you know, sure, they could descend into dystopian Orwellian hell, but that doesn't mean that that's what it'll look like to them. That doesn't mean that in, in their reality, they created that by by participating in their reality we could still be the crazy one. In fact, in their, anything could happen in their reality as far as how they look at us, but also as far as how they look at their own reality, it's not going to be the same way we do. And so we can argue all day long about, you know, objective truth and, and, you know, uh, and uh, you know, there being, there being multiple realities and, and how, and we are creators of our own reality. And that is true. Um, but it's, it's, it's sort of, yeah, I just wanted to mention that. Yeah, that's excellent points. Excellent points because um, because yeah, to to them as they you know what what appears from from our vantage point is is a group of people, a large group of people descending descending into hell, descending into a controlled environment where they're going to have essentially no freedom. They're going to um, they're going to have to continue to subject themselves to ever increasing mandates and regulations and the, and the rest of it and that looks like hell to us, but it's going to have a totally different uh, perspective from their eyes. And so that's a, that's a great point because they're, they're going to think that what they're doing is the right thing to do. And, and uh, you know, thank God for my, for my 10th booster shot. Otherwise I could be subject to the, to the Xavier variant or whatever it is at the time. Um, I just, I picked a, you know, one down the line um zeta zeta is it zeta i think zeta is like the last letter in the greek alphabet which is kind of what they're doing so yeah the zeta variant we need our 10th booster shot because um the zeta variant's gonna come get get us so yeah they're, that, they're on pre-order <laughs> yeah right <laughs> to that right, <laughs> right. so to them it Maybe. seems like it seems like the, the, the smart thing to do. What do you, what, what do you not trust science? You know, you're a science denier. Well, um, the, the, the dinner party, 2025, like 
did you pre-order your boosters yet for this year? Do, do you think they'll just start? Do you think they'll just start coming out with like with like a release date schedule? You know, just a schedule. So like, yeah. <laughs> so this variant at this time, and you know, let people know that you know, so they can understand what to expect. Yeah, it'll it'll be like uh, it'll be like the the lines outside of an Apple store when when they release their new iPhone. <laughs> Like around the around lines around the block, obviously six six feet apart because you don't want to be you don't want, you you don't want to be unsafe. So there's going to be lines with people. Well, because you can still well because you can still get it. Right, <laughs> right, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> right, obviously you can still I, get I, it. Yeah. You can still give it. You can. Uh, right? Yeah, how did I miss that one? I don't know, dude. I saw I saw some. It was like a release from some some province in Canada where, again, we know the narrative is bullshit. You know, start to finish, but some 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 province in Canada or Canton or I don't even know how, I don't know how they have their stuff set up, but um, where it was like eighty uh, percent of new cases are the new variant. Uh, or maybe even higher than that. And 80% of the people with the new variant are vaxxed. Um, this is government numbers. So, yeah. right. So, so, but it, but it's working. So get another one. Got to boost those antibodies. So anyways, uh, let's say hi to the people in the chat. Hi, Darren. Hi, Bob and Ann. Uh, she, I think she, I think it's Anne today. Uh, she says uh, Socrates AI system and Martin Armstrong were the best forecasters that she's come across. Certainly seems like Martin Armstrong's forecasting uh, from an economic standpoint is coming true. Um, nature's, nature does not deal in dualities, which is basically inconsistent. Truth is consistent. It is not dual. Well, so so yeah, I agree with that. There is an objective truth, right? There is an objective truth. Like the umbrella that I'm looking about, looking at right now, is blue. But that doesn't mean that uh, people's people could experience different things in different ways, and so it could look from their vantage point like something else. And so I think that's what you were talking about when you were talking about you know sort of uh, subjective realities. Yeah, and I don't, you know, I know we, we got to get to the predictions and all that, but even what you said is very controversial because, uh, you know, like, for example, um, shoot, I, I'm not prepared for this. I haven't looked at this stuff in years. I probably can't explain it well anymore. But, you know, but but all that's happening to make something blue is that your 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 you know, your eyes, basically your brain is interpreting electrical signals that your eyes sent them that were based off of you know, a frequency that this thing emitted, which you then, which you then interpreted into whatever, into blue yeah. or into existence even. And right. so, you know, then we get into the nature of reality and dimensions and, you know, what the fabric of this construct is. And it gets very, you know, that again, that's, we can yeah. do a whole show on that, but. Okay. All right. Happy new year. e -Rezu. Hey, Beverly. Good to see you here. Hey, uh, Darren. Uh, hey, Terry. All right, let's get going with. Uh, I think let's do the recap, uh, sort of big stories in in 2021. Uh, and I think it started off with the quote unquote insurrection and the whole election shenanigans. And um, I think the the big takeaway here is that 
um, at least in the U.S., we've uh, there is a complete lack, loss of trust in the election process, in the in politics in general, in the political system in general. And what I think it it, it showed itself on the, on January sixth, where you have a an entire side, um, you know, let's call it the left, that the whole media complex on the left every you know all the you know hardcore leftists democrats whatever it is they're all believing one version of the story so the version that they're believing was this was an insurrection it was trump uh uh trump was the catalyst and and they were trying to they were trying to overthrow the government right and then on the other side you have a completely different uh you know theory or story about what actually happened, you know, agent provocateurs and, you know, and the whole, the whole thing there. The point is, is that going forward there with the lack of trust in the political system, I don't think that you're going to see many elections with a, with what I'll call a clear outcome. So a clear outcome is when, you know, candidate X, beats candidate Y and everyone agrees and, you know, and, you know, the election was above board and, and nothing, no shenanigans happened and, and, and it's good, you know, we're going to go with the result and that's good. And I think that going forward, it's just going to be more and more difficult to get to a consensus and to get to a scenario where people trust the outcome and, and are, happy and willing to live with the results. And I think this, this fracture or uh, scenario is going to play out in ever increasing intensity as time moves on. Yeah, yeah, and in the interest of time, I'll keep my comments very brief, but, um, but you know, the only thing I wanna to add to that, I agree completely, of course, but the only thing I wanna to add to that is how much of that is intentional, right? Because yeah. you can, you, this kind of goes back to 2000, right? That was the first chink in the armor with the election and the electoral process and it being legit or not. And there being questions about the legitimacy of elections and people in the alternative thought world uh, posited a theory at that time that it was intentional, that it's part of the takedown of, of the U.S. It's part of the takedown of us believing in our ethos, in our in our constitution and in our institutions and in our, you know, and what, in what we, uh, on the surface of what, and what we stand for that, that that's part of, you know, if you go back and you read any of the literature on, on the methodology in which to implement communism, part of it is always destroying what was, which includes religion. It includes the family. It includes the society itself. So, so, you have to destroy the, the culture, the society first. And so partly because the U.S. has sort of been image wise, the shining beacon on the hill, you know, we gave the Constitution to the world, these ideas about freedom and personal liberty and so on and so forth. The U.S. has sort of been the representative of that. And so to get to their ultimate plans, that has to be destroyed both in image and physically, which are in this case, probably one in the same. Um, so I just want to add that to the context of what you're talking. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. And, um, yeah, with, uh, 
everything happening. Well, I'll save that for next. So yeah, great point. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, next big story, um, you know, it, it surrounds the um, injection rollout. So I think, I think the first ones became available in 2021. Maybe it was late 2020. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, certainly, a they big were, story. they were a little, they were a little late here in Ecuador. I had to fly to Florida to get mine. Okay. Yeah. Tourism, the injection for third right. world problems, man. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're not, not <laughs> it's, sending enough vials your way. Right. We just need more social justice warriors. It's, it's inequality. I think it's racist at its core, actually. Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Dude, that. it's, a, I hope no one hears this, you know, this episode and, thinks i'm not sarcastic because they haven't heard others but <laughs> <laughs> like this isn't a truth channel <laughs> um so yeah that the the rollout and so we covered this on the show uh in the beginning stages you had lines to get them they were you know hours long everyone was waiting to get theirs and they couldn't they couldn't broadcast it fast enough that they got theirs and then it it gradually went to you know less and less people looking forward to getting them and then they had to go to uh sort of persuasion you know oh you need to get it because uh because of fear or you need to get it because you know this is going to happen and then they moved to uh these sort of uh small incentive donuts beer uh burgers fries uh raffles baby raffles you know they're raffling off you know prizes and that kind of stuff um and then uh this brings us to our, our next big story of the year um which you know now we're living in a world of mandates you know and so uh private businesses uh public places uh certain cities municipalities states um are more strict than others obviously uh but in some of the i guess cultural hubs of the u.s i guess you would call that new york san francisco la those places are pretty pretty strict with their mandates as we've covered it in the show and it's, you know, I haven't been to any of those places since any of this started, but I would imagine it would be very tough to, to live your life unpenetrated uh, in those places. So that's, that's what we're sort of going yeah, I mean, and, 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 and globally, I mean, I mean, uh, relatively, the U.S. is in pretty good shape, you know, the, globally. Yeah. A lot of countries, countries, right? A lot of countries are in full-blown lockdowns, uh, vax passes to do anything, you know, et cetera. So, yeah, Australia, we've covered. Um, there's places in Europe that it's making it really difficult to to live your life outside of that, and um, and so yeah, you know, it's a it's a it's a fast creep. I was going to say a slow creep, but it hasn't been very slow at all. It's been really fast. Um, so, so yeah, that, that was uh, sort of big story number two slash three. Um, another big one, uh, I, I guess I, I put Delta variant here, but that's, you know, not, you know, it's just another nonsense stuff. Same with the Omicron. 
it's all it's all nonsense to scare people. Uh, ne next big issue or big story, what is the supply chain issues? In my in my opinion, um, we had the Suez Canal uh, debacle. Um, can't remember exactly when it was, but that put a ripple in the supply chains. And then we have just general lagging uh, transportation and uh, supply chains. And so I think I think um, it's already had an effect on the economy. It's already had an effect on prices. And I think it's going to continue to play a role going forward because you're seeing a mass exodus of workers in various workforces. You're seeing a intentional slowing down of, of the movement of goods. You're seeing a lot of issues on that front that I think, yeah. in my opinion, are going to continue to get worse. Yeah. So anything to add there? No, not on that topic. All right. Um, next big story, uh, the Afghanistan withdrawal. So, um, you know, I've, I think I was against this war for 20 years, maybe the whole war in the Middle East, uh, you know, fighting terrorism in air quotes. We're bringing uh, democracy is what we're doing. Ah, right. Yes. We're nation building. <laughs> right. So, um, so that I think ended, I mean, obviously it wasn't ended in a good way, but how can you end that in a good way? You know, you shouldn't have been there in the first place. And so, um, you know, it was a, it was a chance to pile on Biden to, you know, for his incompetence and lack of mental acuity, but you know, there, there was no good way out of that situation. In my opinion, I think, you know, it, it had to happen. We were there 20 years too long or whatever it was. So that was another big story. I don't know that much else needs to be said about that. Um, and then and then the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. I think that's the, the last one um, on my list of sort of big stories in 2021. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see uh, what happens in this? I don't have high hopes. You sent me an article yesterday saying that the, uh, what, I don't know, her, her, her list of people is being uh, redacted or is being uh, not released to protect name dropping for whatever reason. And so it's like, yeah, of course, you know, of course they're gonna protect the, the names in that book or whatever she kept. So, um, but we'll see. I mean, maybe she cuts a deal to reduce her sentence by naming names. I'm not going to hold my breath for that. And um, I think it's going to be another another case where it appears that something happened because someone is being held to account and maybe going to prison. Uh, but they in no way didn't get anywhere near getting to the bottom of this issue. And uh most of the people involved are going to walk away scot-free. Yeah, but, it, you know, it's interesting, too. Like, even if even that, if you look at it from the esoteric sort of all in God's plan, all all as it should be. Whoops. Effective. Man, imagine if that all just came out one day. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was like, oh, the Ghislaine Maxwell trial has revealed that we've been ruled by child sacrificing pedophiles forever. You know, back to your regularly scheduled programming. That would be quite a quite a shock to the populace. Um, yeah. So, you know, there was there was progress made. Yeah. I'm just reading the comments. We're getting some good ones. Uh, 2022, this from Bob and Ann, is all about resistance to the Great Reset and Build Back Better. Socrates, who is this Socrates person? Because I'm familiar with like actual Socrates, uh, the uh, Greek philosopher. But uh, she's saying that Socrates has been forecasting since 2015. So that can't be the Socrates that I'm thinking of. Um, that there will be a, a panic cycle in politics in 2022, not seen since 1933. That I don't think I would not put that out of the realm of possibility. I think we're we're coming up to a a pivotal, you know, midterm election, and um, you know, I, I think that there neither side has any faith that it will be a free and fair election and whoever loses is going to not accept the outcome and so you know you could make a case that there was shenanigans going on in the last election and i wouldn't i wouldn't doubt that there were um but yeah it, it could very well be a a undoing of the system yeah i mean and then and other other than for the people who are bought in and need and should be unbuying in who gives a shit <laughs> right like like who, who cares at all right i mean the i mean i if you look at it from the big picture the the purpose of democracy the reason democracy was introduced to humanity is because it's a very non-transparent way to rule a populace a population a group of people so so that's why we have democracy so i don't think that you know, I don't think democracy, I don't think elections have been clean probably ever, but I don't know that because I can't speak to most of that. But I, you know, I think probably um, with some with some certainty, I'd say in the last, you know, 60 years anyway, uh, at least in the United States and probably most of the world, you know, elections are are just for show. Yeah, I mean, you know, there could be some small level elections that actually are fair. And you know the actual. Oh yeah, yeah, counted. yeah. But um, but yeah, I, yeah, I would say, I you know, generally speaking, you don't get to be a presidential candidate in the U.S. without you know being vetted, and um, you know, and uh, signed off on, so to speak. And so yeah, it, and I, I should I should clarify, I'm talking about you know federal level, national level, yeah, stuff. Yeah. All right, so. What do you want to do for, do you want to go on yeah, to well, predictions let, or? Yeah, well, let me, um, I, I, let me run through 2021 real, real quick. I'll take a little bit of a different um, approach to it. Cause you covered, you know, you covered the topics obviously um, to me, 2021 was, and you, well, I don't know, Asher, I think I have to say 2020, 2021, both <laughs> in this, mm -hmm. but you know, these last two years, they've been about, several themes one of them to me is choice choice choices the results of choices consequences of choices but it's been everybody's been under enormous pressure 
to change, to make choices, to make real choices, to confront themselves, confront things, make choices. Um, and, and then of course the changes out of that. So it's, it's really, there's been a lot of pressure towards a choice point. I think that's a big theme that we've seen over these last couple of years. I think that that is winding down, not from the pressure standpoint, I think that will continue to increase, but from the pressure on the, on the sort of, the sort of direct pressure on, on a certain type of choice. Um, that, that seems to be, we seem to be at the end of that cycle. I think most people have made their choice at this point. Um, I would put the word test into the themes of 2020, 2021 as well, big time. Um, I think this has been, everybody's getting their personal tests sort of amplified during these times. Um, so it's, it's a test in sort of every way. And I think most authenticity, their ability, say again. You were just cutting out for a second, but you're back. Okay. So I, you know, I think mostly what people are being tested on is their ability to be who they are, right? They're, they're who they are and their ability to be themselves, meaning sovereignty. Um, so, so that leads into sovereignty, which I think is a massive theme that we've been, you know, confronted with. Um, what does sovereignty mean? What are we willing to do to remain sovereign? Um, you know, what does it mean to each individual? How much sovereignty are we willing to give up? This is a massive theme uh, that's taking place right now. You know, the split as well, right? I, I, we've talked about this incessantly um, on the show, but certainly that's been a huge theme over the last year. Um, this, this massive split, this massive divide. And I, I don't know how that, you know, I don't know how that winds up. Maybe that winds up in a beautiful union later. Um, you know, ultimately, I do think we're all kind of fractals of, of one, <laughs> so to speak. So, um, you know, but that's really been been happening that the split is very obvious and transparent. And then I think really, ultimately, like what all of that comes down to is sort of um, it's 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 like the it's like a war. You know, you can say it's a war between good and evil. And it is. <laughs> but it's it's really between fear and love. Right. It's like it's like people are having to choose to either live in fear or live in love. And the fear choice is the easy one, which sucks that it's rigged that way. But, <laughs> um, but, but that is, you know, that is, uh, that is ultimately, I think what it comes down to. So that's for me kind of 2021 in hopefully under five minutes. <laughs> yeah. And I'll, 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 uh, maybe I can sum, sum it up in uh, two sentences and see how I do. So 2020 was about, was the time to have clear vision about the situation was, you know, that was when the apocalypse in the Greek sense of the word, meaning that the, the great revealing, you know, the, the cards are on the table. Now we're, now we're seeing what the world is really about. And you, um, and so uh, th this was an awakening for a lot of people. 2020 was when a lot of people woke up. And then 2021 was about making the decision as to which side you're going to be on. Are you going to be on the side of, like you said, love, or are you going to be on the side of fear? Are you going to be on the side of, uh, you know, ever encroaching tyranny, or are you going to be on the side of freedom? And, uh, and so, you know, obviously this channel is about uh, love and freedom and, and sovereignty and taking uh, ownership for yourself and taking personal responsibility. But there is a whole group of people who are going about things in a different way. Uh, you know, tyranny, mandates, 
you know, not letting, you know, cutting yourself off from family members who won't get an injection or something like that. And I've seen that in my life. I've seen it with, with, with people that I'm close to. And, um, you know, it's about making the decision as to which side you're going to be on. And, you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, it is sides. It really is. It really has come down to that where, um, you know, we don't have the luxury of remaining neutral in this, in this, in this world. So, all right. You want to get down to 2022? Let's do it. 2022. Unbelievable, huh? Happy new year, everybody. Certainly won't speak to you guys tomorrow. But um, yeah, it's a beautiful day here in Ecuador. Going to get together with some friends later. Kids will swim in the pool. The problem with all my friends is that all of us have like two to like five children everywhere. And so anytime we get together, anytime we get together, it just turns, it's like if, if it's more than two families, even two families, you know, you could have, you could have eight kids, you know, um, but, it, but, but if it's, you know, if it's three or four families, you end up with like 30 kids running around, you know, and it just turns into an absolute zoo. But I have a, I have a good strategy planned out for tonight. Uh, we'll see if it works. Keep the kids occupied. And, uh, but yeah, happy new year. And uh, wow, 2022, it's coming, huh? It's amazing. This like, you know, the, the cycle of time, my experience, subjective, um, but I think it's a lot of people's experiences. The, the quickening is just incredible. You know, the years now go just like, and so here we are. And uh, yeah. exciting times, man, exciting times. I'm very happy to be alive and be here at this moment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, so for me, 2022, uh, I think it should be about taking action. So 2020, we saw, we saw the world for what it was. 2021, we chose our side. And now 2022, we got to take action. We got to really make things happen. And like what we've talked about in the show, you know, the the splitting, the building of New Earth, now is really the time uh, to, to take concrete steps to set yourself up in a better situation, to meet new people, to get involved in a in some sort of organization or company that's uh, working outside of the system. And so I think, um, you know, this isn't a prediction uh, other than that. I think many more people are going to be taking action. Um, But I think that's what, that's what our theme as like, you know, members of our community should be doing is take really taking steps to take action and, and uh, you know, figure out your life for the future. So um that's before i get into any specific uh predictions um did you want to go with some of yours first or some that you came up with sure um all right 2022 predictions it's funny this is actually kind of cool to do this i've never done this before i have sent people stuff in advance that i knew was coming just to get it on the record (laughs) but uh this will be cool to to look back on a year from now but um yeah Yeah, that's that's why i wanted to do it yeah. 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 So starting on some of the 3d matrix cabal stuff. Um, I think the theme of 2022 into certainly into 2023, um, and so on. But I think the theme of 2022 from that perspective is going to be kind of false flag, false flag, false flag. 
Um, I think we're going to just see a lot of manipulated events um, in all kinds of ways. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to make specific predictions on what that will be. They have a full menu in front of them. We've seen lots of them in the past. We don't need to get into all of that. Um, but, I, you know, cer but certainly terror type stuff, bioterror type stuff, certainly, um, you know, financial stuff, cyber, all kinds. You know, there's I, I don't want to hear the whole list climate change i think that that's going to be a big one you know whether they try to do a climate lockdown or not i think um yeah you know they're they, i yeah, think they're yeah but, but, but weather whether, they, weather weather events right like overall you know, that's important i mean to interrupt you but yeah yeah i mean they're they're sort of constantly taking a pulse of society like how much can we go how much can we, you know, how much more mileage can we get out of this, uh, this uh, Corona take? So for example, here, here's a, here's a great illustration of that. So I think it was uh, Rochelle Walensky. She's the CDC director or something like that. They recently moved the quarantine time from, I think, 10 days to five days. And the only justification for that, it wasn't, you know, oh, well, science told us this or, you know, like, you know, oh, we consulted and, and we, you know, we, we looked at all the data and it turns out that you only need to quarantine yourself for five days, not 10. It was none of that, none of that. The, 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 the justification for moving it from 10 to five days was that's what we thought we could get away with. That's what we thought that people would accept. And so goes back to a lot of things that we talk here, themes that we talk about here is, is they will do what you let them do. They will do what you're willing to put up with. Had we said no to two weeks to flatten the curve, had everyone, you know, said, no, I'm not going to close my business. I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm not going to do any of this stuff. Had we said no to that in the very beginning, none of this stuff would have happened. And so, and, and here's another two realities on, on one screen. One group is saying, well, if you just comply, then this will all be over. And the other one was saying, well, it's the reason you complied that they're con continuing with their shenanigans. And so, you know, that's two very different viewpoints for the same, for the same set of circumstances. And, um, and so, you know, and, and case in point, quarantine goes from 10 days to five days and basically no explanation other than, well, that's what we thought we could get away with. And if, <laughs> That's, that's, that's how they operate. Yeah, now that's um, a poignant point. Um, so, I mean, I think overall what we're looking at is just a continuation of the narrative, right? So, you know, the narrative that, that we've seen will continue. Yep. Um, it will get more intense, obviously. Um, say again? You are frozen, but now you're back. Okay. So, yeah, the narrative, um, I think, you know, I think we're going to certainly be looking at inflation here um, at some point. I think me and Asher may have slightly different predictions on that, but um, you know, I think we're, we're already seeing it now. I think that will continue. I think that's been signaled uh, every way there is to signal, um, put in the including announced, essentially, right? Put in the public sphere through people whose opinion matters from officialdom. <laughs> um, so I think we'll I think we'll see that. Um, and I think that, you know, that leads into the potential dollar collapse scenario, the whole great reset and the whole switch over to a new, you know, economic system. Do we see that fully in 2022 or not? I have no ability to say. 
Um, I think the likelihood of the dollar having, you know, major issues and the financial system having major issues in 2022, I think the likelihood are high, um, you know, but, but putting timelines on anything is extremely difficult. So I would say we're at that point. I don't know whether we see that in 2022 or three or four, five, you know, but we're at, we're at that point. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if we, if we see an acceleration of that process in 2022. Do you want to touch on any of that stuff before I keep going? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned, uh, weather, uh, stuff like that. And it, and it corresponds with some stuff that we're seeing in the chat. Um, so a weather event could, could manifest in some sort of crop failures or forest fires or, or something like that, where a major disruption happens as a result of quote unquote weather, whether it's, uh, you know, man-made, you know, harp, style manipulation or just you know naturally occurring weather but i don't know how there could be a hundred percent naturally occurring weather given all the stuff going on uh in the atmosphere with you know spraying and harp and all that stuff i don't know that there is a hundred percent naturally occurring weather system these days anymore anyways so so that's some of the ways that it could manifest into, you know, the, the 3D reality. And so we're seeing some people mention this stuff in the chat. Um, uh, from the inflation perspective, um, you know, Bob and Ann is saying inflation into 2024. That's probably what Martin Armstrong also says. And um, and so, so yeah, it, it's, it, it's hard to there's so many moving pieces right now with, with the economy and, and figuring out inflation versus deflation. So on one hand, you have basically what we were, you know, what we were saying was going to happen many years ago is like helicopter money. People are, you know, money is being deposited directly into bank accounts these days. And, um, you know, I think it's to usher in UBI. And so that's going to be another, another thing that we hear more and more about this year, whether, whether it's UBI called UBI or some other form of, you know, perpetual benefit or something like that. You know, it, we don't need to get caught up on names of what they actually call things. Cause you know, it's like, it's like, uh, there's no one world government. They didn't, they didn't announce that on CNN. It's like, yeah, all the countries are, are acting the same way and doing the exact same things at the exact same time. But what are you talking about? So anyways, like, so let's not get caught up on the names and like official names of things, but, but the UBI concept or premise is, is going to be, is going to play a role. And, um, and so what I think in, in the inflation deflation debate is that the fundamentals of the economy are pointing to deflation, meaning, you know, loss of population, loss of economic production, loss of economic activity or slowing economic activity, slowing um, uh, money velocity, all has deflationary pressure. At the same time, we have record low interest rates, and like I said, helicopter money, money directly deposited into, into bank accounts, all that stuff. So you have very, very uh, large competing, competing forces to, uh, you know, at play here in the inflation deflation uh, 
scenario. And so it's, it's going to be, you know, I think you know, I'm not, not giving investment advice, but I think the, the main thing here is to stay nimble and to have hard assets. If you have, you know, if you have extra cash to be able to acquire assets. Um, Bob and Ann says, you know, uh, Europe uh, eliminating cash and going to a centrally uh, centrally controlled crypto, and yeah, that that could definitely be a uh, uh, a move that they make. That's something that we've been saying that they're that the goal for all of this is to do is to is to put your data onto something that's injected into you, whether it's a chip or a combination of nanoparticles within, you know, the injections that they're doing or something else is that, you know, they want your biometric data on there within you. They want your financial data inside of you. And so they want your location to be able to be tracked inside of you. And so, um, you know, uh, a digital currency is something that they've been working towards for a long time. And so, um, you know, further steps towards that is definitely going to uh, continue into 2022. Hey, yeah, sorry, I lost internet connection there for a minute. Yeah, I mean, the next two things on my list were climate lockdowns and universal basic income. So, um yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, I second everything you said. I think, you know, the climate lockdown stuff that's been signaled for a while. Going back to the weather events, um, they've been using, they've been both making the weather crazier and then using the narrative of the weather being seemingly crazier to push this idea that of climate change, you know, man, man-made climate change. So, um, so that's a factor that goes into the possibility of there being weather events that lead to, you know, lead to massive action in order to, you know, save the planet. Um, any sort of save the planet scenario is one that appeals to them because it takes unified global action to respond. So so that's why, you know, uh, I'll touch on this later, but, you know, that's why a, a fake alien invasion, that's why that's in their mind as an idea because it takes a global response to deal with that. Climate is the same thing. Global economic collapse would be the same thing. A, a virus that's you know affecting the world, same thing, right? So that's that's always what they're looking for. So yeah, you touched on the UBI stuff. Um, we're, we're you know whatever way they look to do it, the goal is to get to free money that's digital that comes with a set of requirements that's provided by the government based on whatever formula they come up with, and they then control the marketplace, your ability to transact, so on and so forth. So where they're at now in that process is trying to push towards some form, as you, as exactly as you said, of universal basic income. Um, we're going to see more, more, more variants, of course, more jabs, all that kind of stuff. We know that. Let's get into some of, uh, well, actually, sorry, let me pause and let you comment. I'm, I'm not used to going first. Yeah, right. Um, not so easy. Little <laughs> 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 little gut shot in there. <laughs> it's all right. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So a couple things. Um, 
you mentioned at the end the uh, the more variants and more you know more jabs, more countermeasures, whatever you want to call them, and and yeah, it's like they're they're going to play they're going to play this one out. They're going to use as much get as much mileage out of this as they can, and so um, you know if there's if they can get away with doing a new variant and a new this a new injection to counteract that. I mean, we've already seen them pivot towards that. Um, you know, we've talked about the tests. And so this, this, is a, this is a good and very specific prediction to track us on is the nature of the tests is changing. We, so we've said it was going to change January 1st. Is that actually going to happen? And if it does happen, what we've said it's going to mean is that people are going to test positive for many different things. So it could be that we you know, that it mutates into many different variants and not just one. And so we need to have something to get all of them, or maybe we need multiple to get all of them or something like that. So that, that would be um, the prediction there. I do want to touch on the, so Bob and Annan say, saying the dollar will not collapse yet. It's the world reserve currency, all money that all that money in Europe Australia and Japan is flowing into the dollar and the dollar will go up. So it's possible that the dollar could go up briefly. And, you know, if we, yeah. So anyways, so yeah, anyways, uh, I'm, I'm done with my commentary. Yeah. And that, and that gets into the whole conversation of, you know, relative value. Uh, And that's a whole nother topic, which we won't cover now, but um, yeah, I mean, you know, Basically, part of what they need to do, well, also, too, let me mention, too, there's a lot of longer term plans that are obvious that we don't need to touch on, right? We're not going to talk about the the push towards transhumanism. That's going to continue. We know that, Um, you know, there's so there's all sorts of things like that that we could talk about, but that are just in the agenda. We know about it. It it will continue. Um, So the push towards digital everything and all that sort of stuff, Um, the the they need the economy to, to falter for lots of reasons, um, partially because they would like to have basically a single entity controlling the world's production of everything, right? Ultimately. So, so in, in order to get there, they need to, they need to sort of, uh, filter the economy from lots of entities down into less entities, right? So, so, so we've seen that. We've seen the, the sort of targeted lockdowns and the way what that did to the economy. So we're definitely going to see more thing, more um, manufactured events to continue to uh, hurt hurt people <laughs> through the economy. And so, you know, that's something we'll certainly certainly see. Um, I want to get into unless you got something else there. I want to get into some of the more you know, more, more esoteric stuff that I see coming in 2022. Let's do it. So I think, you know, I think for me, one of the huge themes of 2022 and the reason, you know, Asher, Asher's sort of driving force between behind uh, wanting to do this show was community building. And I think that, I think that people leaving the matrix, getting into communities physically or not, but definitely physically is important. Um, getting into communities and literally like starting to build the new earth. And that's happening already. That's been happening. But I think we're going to see just there's going to be communities just popping up all over the all over earth. 
um, in 2022 that are just full of people who aren't bought in, don't want to go that route, see what's happening, are looking for something different, are looking to get back to, you know, more wholesome, traditional values and lifestyles and things like that. Um, and we're just going to see all kinds of, you know, all kinds of community building. So I think that's, I think that's something that is really exciting about 2022. Yeah. Homeschooling is on the rise, uh, moving back to the land, you know, homesteading is on the rise, uh, learning, relearning the, 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 um, the knowledge of our, you know, I guess maybe great grandparents at this point, you know, preserving food, growing your own, growing your own food, uh, you know, just just the general, more wholesome, natural way of living, I think, is a huge trend that is only going to continue. And, you know, it's it, at this point, it's a, it's a necessity. And so, you know, that could be something where you could really plug yourself into and make yourself valuable in that world if you know how to do if you have some skills you know if you if you have some skills and want to help people out that could be a great way to help people out and uh you know the more you can help people the more value valuable you become the more resilient you become uh because people want you around you know like it's pretty it's pretty simple and so that is generally speaking a good strategy to have in these you know sort of turbulent times that we're living in yeah yeah so the i want to just step back big picture for a second so we're living in an upside down world a matrix world an evil world right that's very controlled and we're living through the destruction of that so that's painful and that has all its ramifications and then out of that because you can't build anything new right out of based on, on that foundation, on that base. So out of that, you know, comes sort of the new earth taking shape as this thing topples. And so I think that's really the time we're in. And I think that's really a major theme here starting already, but getting much more powerful here in the next, you know, 12 months and, and, and into the future. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Bob and Ann says a division in the U S I got to plug in my computer in the U S of the North and South. Those who believe in the current system are in the North and those who believe in property rights, sovereignty will go to the South. I'm not sure it's, it's, it's necessarily that uh, geographic. I think that, you know, like, let's say uh, Idaho is in the North uh, technically. And uh, I don't see Idaho as a place that's really, uh, you know, bought into the current narrative, but then, you have a place like, um, let's see, what would be a, I don't know, uh, in the South. Well, in cities in the South, you know, any, any major city, even in the South is still, um, you know, more or less bought into, into the, <clears throat> um, into the uh, current narrative. Bob and Ann says, how do you define evil? I define evil as excess. So, can you answer that and I'll uh, get my charger. Hmm, interesting. Excess. I wouldn't even know how to put that in context. Um, how do I define evil? Interesting question. I think it's anything that's antithetical to life. That would be probably the best definition I can get. I think life has sort of a natural organic way of evolving. And I think anything that's 
antithetical to that is evil. It's probably the best way I could define. Um, so, so yeah, the, the next thing I wanted to talk about is alternative systems. So I think, you know, certainly we're seeing that already, right? But the people who are looking at the world the way you and I do are seeing a great necessity for creating systems, supply chains, production, et cetera, outside of the system that we see getting more and more restrictive. So I think we're going to see a huge trend towards that in, 20, in, in the coming year. Um, and I think that what's really cool about it is that, you know, part of the result of crypto, but, but what made me chuckle was the you know, major increase in the money supply is that there is a, the world is awash in capital. And so there's a lot of capital that's in the right hands as well. And there's a lot of expertise and there's a lot of um, really high level professionals, et cetera, networks, um, you know, who are, who are, in, who understand what's happening and are working on solutions and implementing them. I have some firsthand experience, um, you know, with some of these groups and I, I've seen it. So it, it really is taking place and that, you know, that's exciting to me. And I think that's really part of how we build this thing. Yeah, that's a great point. And that's it's one that I've heard other people say, including uh, Catherine Austin Fitz. Um, she's she is very much involved in that world. And um, one of the things that she said uh, was that in no other time that she's been, you know, sort of aware and, and working outside of that system, has there been so many people and specifically talented people getting out and working on solutions rather than uh, continuing the problem. Like people are saying, you know what? I just can't do this anymore. I, I, I can't continue to be part of the problem. I have to be part of the solution. And knowing yeah. that, knowing that there are so many really good people with experience, expertise, the, the right skills. And like you said, the, the capital is also there gives me you know, that's one of the many reasons why I'm so optimistic about the future, because I do think that we are setting up new supply chains, new uh, systems, new, you know, I, I, we use the example of uh, my children's doctor is, you know, vastly expanding her practice and being able to take on more acute cases and injuries and those types of things to basically try to rival what a hospital would be except she's not in the, in that system she's she's trying to work outside of that system she doesn't want to have any type of mandates or anything like that she's you know very much against what i'm against and um and so that's one very small example of of one of the many people who are building outside the system. They've seen the writing on the wall and they're do, doing something about it. And that gets back to my, my theme of this year, which is take action. You know, now is the time we saw the world for what it was in 2020. We chose the side in 2021 and now we're taking action. Yeah. So my next, my next prediction is that, you know, we are going to see continue to see but i do believe in um amongst the human population here so um how that Say looks that again sickness and death yeah right so you know how that looks is to be determined um whether that's 
actual sickness, whether that's people having injected themselves with questionable substances, whether that's uh, war, whether that's economic, you know, there's lots of scenarios we could see. But um, or even if it's just the television telling you every day that you should be afraid and you're going to die, like, um, you know, so I think uh, I think but I think that will be unfortunately a, a theme in 2022. Yeah, and right before you said, right before you said that about the TV, I, I was thinking, you know, and mental sickness too. I think is going to be a, a key thing because there's only so much, there's only so long you can go, either avoiding reality or being ignorant of reality or however you want to not deal with reality. There's only so long you can go before it ends up catching up to you. And so whether it's getting physically ill, whether it's, you know, mentally ill, whether it's, um, you know, just, you know, getting into a state of depression and, and sadness and, and fear, um, it's going to be, these trends are going to continue and we're going to continue to see more and more just, you know, it's, I don't want to say bad behavior, but it's like more and more people going into their own internal worlds and uh, essentially suffocating there. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, the next, the next piece I had, we've pretty much covered, but the split certainly is going to continue, I believe. I don't think we sort of have resolution to that for some years yet. Um, you know, I, I, I jotted down massive accelerated change. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we've seen that in the, in the recent years. And for anyone who's older than probably 30, they can probably say from experientially that, you know, things have sped up on all fronts over the course of their lifetime. Um, I think we're at a point now where that is increasing almost unimaginably. And so I think, so I think, and I think that's on all levels, right? So we're certainly going to see lots and lots of change and uproar and all kinds of stuff going on in the physical, but it's also completely spiritual too, right? Like, like the amount of change that I've been forced to go through spiritually the, the amount of acceleration that I feel, the pressure that I feel to change is also, is also commiserate, you know, with, with the, with what we're seeing on the outside world. So um, I think that's going to be a huge theme of 2022. Yeah. And, and yeah, we've definitely seen that uh, the acceleration and, you know, I don't think it's just a function of having all this information at our fingertips. I think it's, it's, there's definitely some, you know, we're, we're reaching that crescendo point that all the prophecies have pointed to. And I think, I think we're here. I think we're living in it. And, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. sure people have said that in the past about, you know, certain times in history, but I don't know, man, it, it, it definitely feels like we're there now, uh, especially with the, you know, literal shut, shutting out of your ability to participate in society, unless you have, an injection uh, and i mean it, it was in the bible i'm just saying right and so um so yeah that that i think is the is the big thing to to be aware of and and yeah we've reached the end of my notes so if there's anything else you have 
Yeah, I got a few more here. Um, strange. This will be a fun one. Strange new abilities. Um, I yeah. am also of the opinion that we are part of what we're going through, part of the shift, part of the new earth, part of everything that's happening is also a shift physically. Um, meaning our DNA, I don't really know if that's actually the right term, but I'm going to use it. Uh, meaning our DNA is actually changing. Um, meaning capabilities are increasing for those who are going through that. Um, I've experienced it. I think, I think lots of people have, I think if you think about it, it can be pretty subtle, but I'll, but I think if you think about it, you will realize probably what I'm talking about. Um, so, and I, think that's going to really increase here as we go forward so i think you know people these but some physical stuff as well i mean i and i've even had some interesting interactions with that not uh, all right not my from myself but but personally in person um so yeah i think i think um i think we're in a time of actual transition on all levels which is sort of a return to like your cosmic self to sound really fruity and new agey <laughs> um you know so so yeah, I think uh, I think that's also something that we're gonna we're gonna experience here going forward. Yeah, Bob and Ann says prophecy is just a fancy way of talking about the cycles which are tied to the sun. The Bible does not talk about injections. Spare me. Well, I mean, I, I think I think we're using that in a metaphorical sense, uh, meaning that you know, it's you know they call it a mark in the Bible. Um, and you know i don't i don't see i don't see so much of a difference between a mark that what you put it on your forehead versus a pass that you have to share with that you have to show with your smartphone i think those both could be interpreted as a mark and um you know in my eyes they're essentially one and the same uh just with upgraded technology um yeah, the, the, the the Bible is the Bible is like a hot spot for it's like what, what do they call it? Uh, uh, you like when you touch someone's you know buttons, it's like a you know that the Bible is just people have have reactions to it. But whether you look at it as you know the word of God or whether you look at it as a historical document, it's an important one. Yeah, it it could it could even be that that uh, certain people are using it as a playbook. You know, like how George Orwell's 1984 could be a warning or it could be a playbook as to like, oh, here's, here's what we do. You know, oh, you know, I'm going to, you know, get something that is resembles the ministry of truth and call it fact checkers on Facebook. Um, you know, so it's like, you know, yeah, we're, we're essentially talking about the same thing. It's just, you know, the technology is upgraded. Um, Beverly says it's been interesting in Idaho, even the plumber, the roof inspector, the septic people, ins internet installation people, et cetera. Every person I've communicated with shares a you can do it dialogue. Having lived in a place prior where there's so much blame and victimhood, uh, I think she's talking about the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, it's refreshing in Idaho. Our choices, our responsibility, our actions make our life. And wouldn't that be great if if that was uh if that was the case and everyone had that sort of mindset because um you know victimhood is 
it's sort of like a their victim mindset is sort of like a, a necessary uh, state that they're trying to get people into. Because if you're a victim, then things happen to you. You don't make things happen. And if things happen to you, then there's always someone to blame. And when there's always someone to blame, then you can have whatever excuse you want to, you know, be as big of a failure as you'll become and not get anything done and just, you know, live in your mom's basement and all the rest because you're a victim and it didn't happen. It, it wasn't your fault. It happened to you. And so uh, if you, if they can get everyone in that mindset, uh, people are much, much, much more easily controlled. Are you telling me I got to move out of my mom's basement? It's a necessary step for manhood, Jesse. Fuck, um, dude. You're almost 40. That's it. I'm going, I'm going to get a job. That's it. That's it. <laughs> get your shit together. <laughs> I'm going to get a corporate job. Right. Go in a cubicle. I'm going to work for Microsoft. Yeah. In, I, I'm going to move to India first, but. Right, yeah. Work in a call center. <laughs> I mean, I would, they would love me. I speak English. I'm from the States. I might have no, no idea what I'm talking about. But, <laughs> <laughs> but at least you speak English. Yeah. Um, next on the list, I, I, you got to give me like a drum roll here. We, <laughs> um, next on the list, ascension symptoms, what people refer to as ascension symptoms. So I think some people are experiencing this and some people aren't, but I think, I think we are going through structural changes in our body and it is causing weird stuff to happen. Um, so I'll leave it there. People can look into that or not at their desire. Um, Continued disclosure, man. I think this is um, certainly we're well into the continue. So that's disclosure of kind of everything, right? So, you know, uh, sort of uh, extraterrestrial life, things like things like that. Um, but we're also, you know, we're also just in the great reveal overall. We, you know, we touched on that a lot. So it's, you know, it's the great reveal in every way, right? It's the great reveal of ourselves, of truth, of ultimate truth, of who we are, etc. It's also the great reveal of everything that's been going on on earth for millennia. Um, and it's, and so part of that is them exposing themselves. Right. And so we've seen that a lot and we're going to see an acceleration of that into 2022 where our rulers become very transparent and, um, and that continues, you know, does that ultimately end in, you know, Satan manifesting or the antichrist or something? I don't know, <laughs> but uh, certainly not making that prediction, but, you know, we're, we're headed down the path of disclosure in, in every way. Um, I had a, I had a, uh, no, you know what, actually we, we covered most of this stuff. So yeah, that's it, man. That's all I got. Awesome. Let's uh, let me read some of the comments. Uh, Bob and Ann says, I agree. Those in government are aware of cycles and manipulate the masses to make them believe their actions are the cause of the cycle. They will fail. Thankfully. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I don't see, you know, there could be some, um, you know, short-term pain, short-term tough times and, and tough decisions that need to be made. But I think uh, for the most part, you know, I think most people have made their, their decision. And I do expect some people from that side to move their way over to our side once they uh, start waking up. Um, I think it is happening. And I, I hold out hope that more people will. Um but again, you know, uh, truth always wins in the end. And I think good will win in the end as well. And so 
um, you know, there's very high motivation on on our side. Let's say, let's just say, um, I am. I will be very, very motivated to not let, not have my kids go through any type of uh, health procedure that I don't want them to have. And so, you know, I'm not making any threats, but you know, it's, uh, it's gonna, I won't go down without a fight, let's just say. Um, and I think that many people are in the same camp as me in that regard. Um, the magnetic field is decreasing and this affects people. Uh, I haven't looked yeah. into that. Uh, no, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But that's a, you know, that's a 3D manifestation of, you know, what I'm talking about. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think, I think that's it. I think that's a, a good year in year end review and predictions for the next year. Uh, I hope to be doing this again uh, next year and uh, definitely track our predictions to see if any or many or all of them come true. Uh, it's a good way to, you know, to see if, if the people you're getting your news from, not that we're providing news or something like that, more like analysis, uh, but it's a good way to see if they're full of shit. So uh, definitely do that with us. And um, yeah, I love the dialogue. Uh, it's great to see everyone here uh, in the chat and all that stuff. So I guess we'll end it here. Say happy new year to everyone uh, and see you next year. Happy new year, folks. All right.